Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one. Pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. When pizza's on the bagel, you can have pizza anytime. One more time again. Pizza in the morning. I don't. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. What? What is oh, this? Hi, Michael. Welcome to the bathroom. What is the significance of this audio that we're hearing? Oh, is we're, it a shower? No, is we're it washing. Pee-pee? We're washing our hands. <laughs> and Michael, I why does it? Why does it have to do with pizza or, um, or bagel so, bites? Michael, yeah, I don't know if you're aware. Yeah, there's a little bit of a public crisis going on, so we need to make sure to wash our hands properly. Okay, I'm glad we're instantly dating this episode. So the CDC has just you know to spice it up has recommended that you sing a song to make sure that you complete the proper duration in which your hands should be washed is this the proper duration is it still fucking going is that for real yeah we're still going you're supposed um, to wash your hands that long no uh, i think oh you're supposed God. to do it at least 30 seconds okay. but i think they recommend more but it's fun why to do spice you still it up. have this water rolling um is it it's are so, you picking it up it's so loud <laughs> Here, I'll turn it off. We're in a, in a drought right now. Yeah, okay. turn, please turn off that faucet. No wasting water. I thought it would be fun for our listeners if you would maybe recommend some... We could both do it, but I want to hear specifically from you little 30-second ex- excerpts of songs that you like to use to wash your hands to. And yours is the Bagel Bite song? Yeah, I think it really... It gets you in it, and mm-hmm. then you're also kind of pretending like you're making a bagel while you're, like, crossing over mm-hmm. your palms, and, like, you're, like, kind of kneading the dough, the Bagel Bite bite dough you know so you want to make sure they're clean if you're going to be doing that touching the absolutely dough, sure. um i usually like to seem sing the theme song from my favorite detective show okay um which goes a little something like this sometimes some crimes go slipping through the cracks and these two gum shoes they're picking up the track there's no case too big no case too small if you need help just call chip and dale rescue rangers hello bob Iger. yes we will stop now i also thought you like a standing top but i don't know all the, the words to that you just say that over and over again <laughs> that's um, not the point the point is that it's something that you know is going to be a certain length if i just keep singing the the riff the chorus riff from perfect strangers then you're doing your page patriotic duty because your hands are going to be so damn clean so fucking clean you know what though i think there's the ultimate song i think the most perfect song i think the mm-hmm. song that is ripe for optimum um sanitation of one's hands mm-hmm. and it goes a little something like this hit it I was what, gonna, what were you going to do? I was going to sing the nanny theme song, oh. but I forgot that the beginning starts with... This is good. I already sang an entire theme song. We don't need... And you sang a commercial jingle. She was no. working at a no. butter shop in Flushing, Queens. That's... Still, her boyfriend kicked her out of one of those crushing seats. Oh, what was she to do? Hi, I'm so glad I have editing power and can just cut... All of that, You're not right, going to, right the hell out. You're not going to. Though. Hello, and welcome to Bad Reception, whether the critics hated it, the audiences ignored it, or the network pulled that gosh darn plug. We are here to make the best of bad TV. Usually, I should say, usually that's what we do. We normally watch a bad TV show, and then we, you know, we make fun of it or whatever our, our normal little deal is. However, uh, we thought, you know, for one reason or another, you may be stuck inside. 
in the next... In Who's the, to say? I think there's, you know, spring break going on right now. For whatever reason, your reason of choice, you may be stuck indoors indefinitely for the next Who indeterminate knows? amount yeah. of time. Who knows? So we thought... Why not turn that into a fun little prompt for a small reception, which is when we do a little bit off the beaten path, a little bit, you know, not our normal what is this hand gesture that you're our doing normal right regular now? thing. No, don't worry. The, it, it translates through the audio. You're like Dave Brubeck, like you're leading like a five piece jazz band or something. Don't you fucking ever compare me to Dave jazz band leader, apparently. I don't know who that is. You do know who it is. But continue, Michael. What are we doing that's different this week? What are we going to do instead? So, you know, I thought let's do... I did all on my own. This was actually Morgan's idea. Morgan thought... But, you know... So blame her when this episode just crashes and friggin' burns. As a woman, I'm used to this. So Throw me under the proverbial bus, Michael. Only I'm if, ready. Uh, only if it does. Uh, only if it, if it succeeds. Sucks. Otherwise, I had all all you, of it. I you were the all. team leader. Without your leadership, I would never come up with an idea. Such exactly. As this. I inspire. I, I inspire you every day to do your best, and then sometimes you don't take my inspiration and you do your worst. So that's all I can say. For the listener at home, this is the last episode featuring Michael. So, which would make it the last episode existing? Uh, I know how to press buttons. I can figure it out. Sure, but which buttons? I could pay somebody what? to come in here to do this. You act like you're so special because ooh, I I I record it. I press buttons on my computer and I stand and sit in front of a board with knobbies. <laughs> I spend hours every week making sure that the sound quality and I'm so integral to this process. <laughs> My nose anyway, is really itchy. Jesus, you're touching your face. Oh, no. oh my God, Morgan, burn it. Burn your face, burn your fingers, all of it. So I'm touching the microphone. We're we're gonna have to sanitize all of this. Uh I have what's that called? That spray? Lysol. Shh. That does it right? It kills the germs? Yes. Okay. And <laughs> Michael. Yes. We're this week we're gonna be recommending easily accessible television programs that we enjoy that would be shows that are available on netflix and or hulu we figured those were the most common and most affordable and let it be known that we are not (laughs) i know people think this all the time we are not endorsed by either of these two streaming services no we're endorsed by amazon prime of course that would be so awesome if anybody has the hookup uh, to the Amazon podcast money. I don't think they do original podcasts. Maybe we can be the first this one. This is the first one. So, Jeff, good, I know you're listening. It'd be a good call on their part to pick up an independent podcast with no stars. Uh, no, I mean, no celebrities. We have five stars on iTunes. Yeah, yeah thank you. Uh, and uh, no fan base. So, podcast daddy Jeff Bezos, give us a holler. Yeah, I'm sure you're listening. And if and if you know him, if you know the Bays, uh, just you know, send him send him a link to the pod. So yeah, Morgan, we are going to. These are not necessarily our favorite TV shows of all time. This is not a countdown list. These are just we're just gonna we're gonna do some wrecks. We're gonna just do some like let's let's go on a little journey, guys. Remember, hey, remember when you were little and you got the cough or the flu and you got that sweet sweet time when mom was like, hey. You're not going to school today. And then so what you do is you plop your sweet ass in front of that TV for, you know, 10 to 15 hours and you watch what's on television. Well, those days are now gone. But maybe some of these recommendations are going to be kind of a nostalgia flashback to those days. 
perhaps I'm gauging Michael's face right now. <laughs> I, I thought I was thinking about that. So these aren't necessarily things that are like, this is the ultimate, this is the best TV show that you should watch. It's just something that's easy to just throw on and, you know, kind of be in a fever haze and maybe laugh a little bit, maybe cry a little bit. Well, that maybe... was, that might be your criteria. Oh, we had different rules. We had different rules. Okay. Mine might skew more towards shows that would be good to like binge watch because you have a lot of free time. Not necessarily that they would be something that you could zone out on. Although I think mm, some of them are. Uh, yeah, I mean, some of mine, I guess, are like binging. I was thinking of like just getting powering through a season. I mean, through a series. Yeah. So I, I didn't think of necessarily making it like lighthearted, casual viewing because I don't that's not really what I made a list of. Although we could, if you want me to stop and we can redo it. Michael, we're just going to power through. And if, if I mean, you can just watch Saved by the Bell. It's on Hulu. Just watch the whole show. That's That was my sick day show, for reals. I feel like they, TBS would just show Saved by the Bell like 40 times in a row. And I'd be like, I guess this is what I'm watching. I'm sure there's a YouTube channel or, you know, 60 that has old, you know, prices right episodes which was something that i would watch of oh of. yeah that was definitely i mean of course because that comes on uh, that would come on at like what like 10 o'clock in the morning I think so yeah yeah i used to definitely watch prices oh, those right. middle-aged ladies love bob barker could not get enough of him hey yeah don't forget to spay neuter your pets guys so who's gonna kick off this bad boy who's just gonna like dive head first into the abyss is it gonna be michael is it gonna be me is it gonna be monster we don't know i'm thinking it's gonna be michael michael go ahead oh wow oh wow you're going right to me all right um i have a lot of shows on here but we're supposed to do just five i know we're only supposed to do five i made 10 just in case we have any crossover in the unlikely event that we had the five same exact shows i doubt it i'm gonna kick things off let's kick things off with uh, a lot of these are going to be shows that i've already recommended on the podcast unfortunately so if you're a huge fan you might have already heard that i like these we're going to kick it off with a show that's on netflix it's a netflix original it's been on for three seasons it stars allison brie betty gilpin and mark Marin. it is the gorgeous ladies of wrestling glow this show, despite the fact that Morgan has refused to watch it for unknown reasons, I just is have time, guys. absolutely fantastic. It is really fun and funny, well-written. It has a fantastic cast, almost entirely female cast, by the way, which is really cool. Um, it's a period piece, takes place in the 1980s, which for people around our age is just instant, <laughs> an instant sell yeah people are like oh yeah it's like when i was little cool it's really hard for me to break out of that i love it i've always fall for it and this is no exception it's done really well um the whole cast is is so good uh it revolves around a real thing the gorgeous ladies of wrestling was a tv show that came out in the 80s that was basically just supposed to be some like shitty time filler with women wrestlers and it's just the story of the people that were involved in that and how it grew and how they gained popularity and how it was empowering to the people that were involved in it. I don't know. I think it's just it's really, really good. I will forewarn that if you start this show, the first episode is a little bit heavier than the series as a whole. Um, there's a couple of scenes in there that kind of don't not that there's never heavy moments there is it is a dramedy like I, I would say that there is a heavy amount of drama on the show but the first episode is especially dark which might be a turnoff for people that 
with all of the bright uh, neon colors and stuff, you might be expecting a more upbeat, fun show. And it's more grounded in reality. But the first episode especially is a little dark. So I would say give it a couple eps and, uh, yeah, check it out. It's on Netflix. And, you know, if you got that 4K HDR, uh, it's, it's, it's really pretty to look at as well. So highly recommended. Also, Mark Maron is so good on it, which is weird because it's Mark Maron, but he's Lock the great. gates! He's great. And I don't even listen to WTF, so. You have, though. And you've well, been to a live I, show. I have listened to it, but I don't listen to it I regularly. I was there, guys. I witnessed it. All right. That's the first first recommend from me. Morgan, what do you got? This first one um, comes with a qualifier, and I would say it's really for people who watched it at the time. And we're like, forgot about it and maybe wanted to have thought about revisiting it just because I don't know for a new audience how they would receive the material um, as much. But I'm going to say the first 2.25, two point two and a half seasons of Arrested Development, which is on Netflix. Netflix ended up picking them up for a fourth and fifth season. Did they get into a sixth as well? Because I I stopped watching. I think season five is just split into two segments. Yeah. Okay. Um, Those are not as good. Um, No, I I take it back. There is... There are six. Six seasons. Okay. Um, Those first, what's technically three seasons, are comedy perfection. In, in my uh, eyes. Um, it's just an incredible ensemble cast. It's about terrible, terrible people that you are not supposed to, that are not supposed to have any redeeming qualities whatsoever. But I guess the main character, Michael, does to an extent. And so does George Michael. There's, they have, some of them have some redeeming qualities. But the whole point is this is a wealthy, this is a very affluent, privileged family that cannot connect to uh, any semblance of decorum or like uh yeah i mean i also love this show uh it's super super funny also probably more so than any show rewards multiple viewings uh there are jokes that are impossible to get the first time through because it will reference things that haven't happened yet yeah like five episodes later so even if you get through the first if the first three seasons and that you know that doesn't is not going to take very much of your time restart the whole thing because you're going to pick up on things and I, even now um i'll rewatch sometimes on my phone and there's something layered into the sound design itself that i've never picked up before and i've watched this those those first three seasons at least 10 times yeah so many times and i've picked up on new things still has just a fantastic cast like ridiculous like that you that nowadays in you know in their current fame levels, like there's no way you could have assembled no, this cast, no but they were not mostly, uh, they weren't that big at the time. Like Jason Bateman was just starting to make a comeback mm-hmm. after being like kind of a teen star. And then Jeffrey Tambor from, uh, coming off of the uh, Larry, Larry Sanders show. show. But most of the rest of the cast were semi unknowns at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, David Cross, I mean, there were people that were like names, but not like huge names, you know, names that would be on a TV sitcom, not like, they are now where it's like holy shit like everybody on this show is like yeah they're legit big deal great show guys great joke i I don't want to keep talking it's your thing i know uh no ed they have i it's got a special place in my heart that i will reference even today right now i'm right now in a way me saying michael is a reference to arrested development because i do not call you michael in real life but you do but But i I do it's all a joke and it's mostly (laughs) with the the undercurrent of job Mm-hmm. Michael. All right. 
Numero rest, dos. Rested development. Um, all right. I guess it's time for my my next show here. Let's change it up from the dramedy of glow and go with something a little old school. I'm talking about the television program, maybe the most influential television program ever made. Uh, it is Rod Serling's The Twilight Zone. Uh, this is a really fun one to recommend. I'm, most people have probably seen an episode or two of The Twilight Zone or are familiar with episodes of The Twilight Zone or know them through pop culture. If you've ever watched The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, you've at least seen uh, like remakes of a lot of the episodes. Or you might watch them and think, I didn't realize this was from a TV show. I just knew that this, this was a popular story format. And it probably originated with The Twilight Zone. Um, it started in, I believe the very late fifties, like 59 and went through like 64. There's also a really weird abbreviated fourth season where they, the show after Twilight Zone got canceled. So they asked them to make it double the length. Uh, so all of the season four episodes are an hour long instead of half an hour long. And as a result, they're not that good. So uh, I don't usually recommend the episodes from season four, but uh, you can pick and choose from all. There's five seasons of it. You pick and choose whichever episodes sound cool. Uh, I, you know, or look up some lists of the best episodes. There's no ongoing story. It's a anthology series. Um, but man, the writing on it, which is like mostly Rod Serling, but there's also like uh, uh, Math Matheson. I can't, why I can't, I'm drawing a link. Richard Matheson, who's a huge, also a big name in the horror writing community and stuff like that. Everybody that writes on this show is a a genius and the episodes are all so, so good. Uh, Really well directed uh, for a TV show, especially for the TV show at the time. I mean, like it ages amazingly well. Like I guarantee you, even if you're not a fan of old, old school, black and white stuff that you will have no problem getting, getting into the vibe of this show for sure. Yeah. I, I, I like the twilight zone and, and you know what? I usually, the way that I got uh, familiar with it was through the, the marathons that they would show on Mm sci-fi. They would do them, I think always on new year's Eve and I would like marathon them through new year's Eve. Uh, So it's a fun show to marathon too. And just set it on random just watch, watch a bunch of them. I didn't. I was more familiar with the outer lim- outer limits. Which no play way. On. Yeah, that was not. Are you being serious? Twi- yeah, Twilight Zone was not a big thing for me. Um, but outer limits, we watched a shit ton of. So I mean, I, it was with you that I was actually able to start appreciating the Twilight Zone. And yeah, you're right. I, it, I'm absolutely impressed with how well these things have aged. It's a very like Star Trek, Star Wars kind of situation where you got the hardcore outer limit heads and then you got the zoners. I'm just kidding. I don't know what their name names are, but you, you're going to get some at mentions. Outer limits is, is exclusively uh sci-fi based. Uh, whereas Twilight Zone kind of bounces between like fantasy, horror, sci-fi and other things like that. Outer limits is also good, but um, my recommendation remains Twilight Zone. Um, uh, for me, what am I going to do next? Um, this you can find, they have selections or like little packages on both Netflix and Hulu. Really appreciative of the game show, a genre when I was little, it was Mm. fun to do, uh, digest. Um, and you can find various episodes of Jeopardy right now on both those streaming services. 
this is I don't know who really enjoys this. It's fun to just kind of watch down the the questions themselves and see how I again, I don't know if this is just something special to myself and to you, but uh, I get a kick out of watching whenever they up those episodes. You, you think that people enjoying Jeopardy, one of the longest running, most popular games of all but time, I'm, is unique to you and me? No, I mean for younger people. I don't mm-hmm. know what that. I don't assume that their demographic is eighteen to thirty or whatever. Yeah, but maybe. I don't it know. Could be. I a don't lot know. of the contestants are young, so who knows? That's true. Um, so. Um, we usually skip through, I don't give a shit about who's playing unless it's Ken Jennings and then I will listen to whatever that man says, but we usually skip through the banter between (laughs) Alex and... You don't have to though. No, it's fun. And then it just becomes strictly like this interactive, I like to pretend it's interactive, uh, game show with me and then Alex in my living room. And Alex can hear me when I'm screaming uvula at the TV and the (laughs) idiots aren't buzzing in with the correct answer and then I get to have... 20 seconds of feeling superior and then you know out of i don't know how many questions they ask 50 uh maybe two i get right but those two questions i fucking got right they, they so feel so I'm a good genius and you're like oh hell it's, yeah it really there's like this release of dopamine or something you get this rush it's like doing a, a light a light drug um so and we're you know, unfortunately, Alex Trebek is going to be saying goodbye soon. So it's kind of it's pretty amazing with these different services where he's going to live on forever. Yep. I'm just going to take a, a dark turn real quick. Let's think about our mortality. <laughs> it's coming, guys. Will no. you be on Hulu? Will you be on Netflix? Probably not. But you know who is? Motherfucking Alex Trebek. Forever. Trebek forever. Thank you, Johnny. All right. That is another excellent recommendation. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, gonna change things up yet again. This one, you've heard me talk about it on the show, and I many of you probably think that I'm joking, but I'm gonna re I wanna double down and reinforce it. So I almost added this to my list and I wanted to go first with it. You haven't seen it, so I don't think it's the same thing. Ooh, let's see. Have you watched I, you haven't watched this uh, for sure? I thought you were gonna recommend something you have talked about a lot on this show as something that's is your favorite oh well, i mean that's on my list but i'm not sure if i'm gonna do it or not so uh, we'll see Ooh, let's keep a mystery what is it w- what, who knows we, long time long time listeners probably not. are we gonna disclose it stay tuned play this backwards and you'll get your answer we'll wait for you to play backwards. <laughs> um that almost i bet that'd that be pretty close probably close no, this is a this is a show that I'm going to recommend because I know many of our fellow listeners, fellow listeners, because we listen to our show too, uh, have children, and sometimes you need something that you can watch with the kiddos. What the fuck is this going to be? That's right, the show that I've already recommended on this show that I, for serious, a person with is no this children, the She-Ra shit, love unabashedly oh this God. is the netflix original she-ra and the princesses okay, of power we gotta be careful with these netflix originals because we're dipping into somebody else's territory to recommend them i mean are you talking about netflix and chill netflix netflix and swill or do you want a netflix and chill you talking about netflix and, netflix and swill let's pause all right we're back from netflix and chill <laughs> it's pretty good it's pretty good thank you um yeah, I'm legitimately going to recommend this again. 
It is a fantastically written show. It's obviously appropriate for children. It's for it's made for kids, but the storyline is really intricate and really engaging. The characters are freaking awesome. It's uh, it's created and showrun by uh, Noel Stevenson. Now I should probably look it up, but uh, who's who's an amazing. Uh, also, she writes comic books. Yeah, I think and I think she's a queer woman to be leading. Showrunning is a huge yeah. thing. Uh, so, you know, just that is awesome. The, uh, the representation in it is really cool mm-hmm. and integrated really well. It's not forced. It doesn't feel weird. There are characters that are not just straight, um, and people of all different colors. It's, it's really, you know, progressive and cool show that doesn't feel like ham handed with it, you know, like ham visited with it. Like is ham handed a word? Uh, I, you know what? It's ham handed. Stop handing me your hams. My hands are full of hams. <laughs> it's too much ham. God damn it. That obviously is cool, but beyond like but beyond that, it's a great show. Like it's really, really, really cool. There's such awesome characters on it. The the main character, uh, Princess Adora, she also she turns into the magical creature She-Ra, who's like an eight foot tall Amazon that can like kick everybody's ass, which is really awesome. So me. Uh yeah, it's exactly like Morgan. The antagonist and i'll put that in kind of quotation marks uh catra is is really interesting it has a, a well told backstory that everything everything that she does every evil uh, that she inflicts comes from somewhere understandable where you're like i don't i can't condone that but i totally get where it's coming from it's a place of pain and fear uh she there's a larger bad guy that's bigger than her but she's like the most interesting of the bad guys mm-hmm. and i mean i'm not going to keep talking about this cartoon for kids but seriously Seriously, if if you have if you if you have kids and you want something cool to watch that's going to be engaging for you as well, I I really really like this show. Uh, it has four seasons. Uh, I think season two the kind of lulls, or maybe it's season three. I think actually season three. It's the short season. It's only like eight episodes. There's a little bit of a lull in that one, but stick with it. Season four comes back and it's freaking awesome. So. Yeah. Now, Michael, we just had a discussion the other day about how much you hate fantasy, the fantasy genre. <laughs> genre. Would you consider this a fantasy show? And if so, why is this the exception to that rule? I guess it just has to do with if it's fantasy that's kind of like the Lord of the Rings style, where it's like it's like it takes or like Game of Thrones, where it's like it's like it takes place in the olden times, but it's actually a fantasy version of the olden times. And I'm just like, I'm not that big a fan of the olden time stuff. Like that's boring. That's like snorefest. Can you remind me of what what years specifically are olden times? You know, it's like anything between negative a million and like 1971. But do we count jesus times is like in between jesus times are you thinking specifically like medieval you don't like medieval honestly just i mean literally anything that's before modern times anything that's so (gasps) so tombstone tombstone is fantasy i was going to say that every from western on western is the beginning of modern of modern times yes everything before that to me personally preference preferentially i don't enjoy usually things that are take place before that, usually. There are exceptions, of course, but... We're going to move on now. She-Ra, just to be clear, She-Ra takes place more in like a, a modern era, like sci-fi, mixed with fantasy. So it's not quite fantasy, even though it's, it's definitely fantasy. fantasy. It's definitely fantasy. It's not, but there are spaceships and stuff. It's in the He-Man universe, if you've ever heard of that. So... And so does that mean, de facto, that 
Masters of the Universe is your favorite movie? <laughs> Why would that mean that? No, it is not. And it is also not good. You but... heard it here first. Masters of the Universe is a cinematic piece of genius. <laughs> piece says, of something. Says Michael Podcaster. Wait, is this a is this a new character? Yes. Uh, this the... is Michael's favorite movie. Doesn't sound like me at all. This is totally different than what Morgan's doing. Do you have another show? I do. And I just need can you, you to... Can you stop just throwing... The shade all over me, hey guys, shoveling gonna, the shade. Uh, we're gonna take this down a little bit. You ever? Who does jealousy? You didn't have a show as good as me. You ever have like a crush on somebody, but that crush is like real. Like you get into maybe I don't know a place of psychosis because the crush is so strong, and you begin to think that maybe you could meet this person, but this person isn't a person. This person's a character on a television show. But you know what? You're going to end up with this person because you love him deeply. This is the perfect man for you. Well, yes. Let me d- <laughs> yes, I do. Let me um, clue you in on uh, 10-year-old Morgan. Now, the show had been on for five years prior to this, but I really got into this when I was 10, 11. And... A six foot one, two, maybe tall man walked into my life by the name of Fox Spooky Mulder. (laughs) Uh, The X-Files, motherfuckers. Let's talk about it. It's on Hulu. Now, Fox did reboot it. Do not watch that garbage. It is except for that. There's an episode one off with Kumail Nanjiani. And, and Reese Darby. With Reese Darby, two of my favorite people on the planet. So that one I do recommend. It's a pretty good monster of the week. You don't even know also, everything else. It's the, my favorite writer. Uh, who? Oh, um, I can never remember his name. It's the guy that wrote uh, the cockroach episode. And yes, the, hold on. Uh, now you're going to drive me crazy. And the what's the Jose it, Ferreira? Or yeah, whatever. is it Darren Morgan? No. Darren Morgan, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so The X-Files, if you have not watched it. This is the perfect time to do so. Came out in 1993. You got a young... I don't think there's another television show on... Uh, or that's in, a, in American history, at least, where both of the leads are equally attractive. <laughs> and it they defy all rules of um, orientation. Yeah, I would agree. Anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't know if I could agree that there's no other show, but I can agree that they that's are. That's what I'm saying. That for me, American, to my knowledge, in American history, this is the show. So for people, the tone isn't, if you were like never, you never went to it because you're like, ugh, serious, whatever. It doesn't always take itself seriously. They have this a whole, like, like four really solid writers that all have different tonalities. And the show like really adapts well to slipping in and out of uh, those different tones and those different personalities. Um, the myth, the mythos episodes are, I can, I could see somebody maybe not falling into that. That's the actual arc of the, the storylines between, uh, Fox Mulder and Dana Scully, his partner and skeptic. Um, but they are really good about peppering in their monster of the week episodes that are just standalone episodes where they're following different cases or bad guys that are always, um, I've, I don't think, I can think of a single one that wasn't at least entertaining or and satisfying in some way. They're self-contained generally. Yeah. So you can just watch. They'll have like, they'll usually have some sort of mention of Mulder's past or whatever, but you, you pick up on it just through to context. As somebody who has only seen like cherry picked episodes and never watched all the way through, I, I've never had an issue watching 
at least a monster of the week episode without context. Like there's not, there might be stuff in there that is also progressing the, the further story, but you don't need to know it to watch the episode. So you, it's like twi- twilight zone. You can just pick whatever one sounds cool. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of websites devoted to, um, ranking those specific episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, if you find yourself stuck indoors for the next two to four weeks, who knows? Um, give it a, give it a try guys. And if you are balancing this through other shows, just look up those, those sites and, and start kind of munching through those monster of the week episodes, munch them, munch them down again. I cannot stress this enough. A 1995 David Duchovny for me, I've thought about actually getting his face tattooed on my shoulder. That's been my <laughs> most recent tattoo idea. I, I personally wouldn't love it. He could stare at you. Hey, you know, you got to do you. Okay. Michael, what's your next one? All right. Boy, this is hard. I I wrote down so many and I'm not going to get to say a lot of them. Um, I think I'm going to throw a curveball since since you... I caught it. Since you did your uh, X-Files little deal there, might as well do the previously hinted upon (gasps) Angel. Guys... Oh, you're doing Angel? Oh God! I'm just kidding. I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a, a cheating double recommendation. Hey, guess what? You're stuck inside. You got nothing to do. You're looking for something to watch. How about like 280 episodes of television? That's right, the entire series of Buffy and Angel, which you can also watch uh, concurrently. You can watch uh, everything up until season four. And then once season four starts, watch the first episode of Buffy, then the first episode of Angel, second episode of Buffy, second episode of Angel, because they aired right after each other, and they do sometimes have intersecting stories. I've never done that, um, but I have heard from people that do, that have done it, that it is a cool and rewarding experience. Josh, Josh, tell you that? I don't think Josh has ever done that. It was actually Adam, so. Oh, hey. Uh, friend, friend of the show. Um, I'm going to jump in here real okay. quick. Okay. Hey, you, you're listening right now and you're like, Buffy, you just rolled your eyes, didn't you? I saw it. Yeah. Look behind you. I'm there. <laughs> um, you rolled your eyes because you're like, fucking Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What a lame ass show. Hey, you were me for many, many years. And then I was forced into watching the series. <laughs> forced. Gunpoint. It was a terrible scene. Um, and then the gun got to be... Um, less threatening and then eventually the gun was lowered and then put away and then taken out of the room because i fell into a hole of pure adoration for the show it is brilliant the the arc of buffy the titular buffy the vampire's lair is unlike any other female-led character series i've i've ever seen um i'm just gonna step on <laughs> michael's time right now I Michael, I'm, gonna, go I'm gonna throw i'm gonna throw it back to you but i just wanted to speak to that one person that rolled their eyes and was just like Ugh, oh buffy. it's not one person this is a this is a constant this is a constant amongst people who don't watch buffy um with the with one exception uh a friend of the show ben uh who who guessed it he he did not care for the show but anybody else that i've ever recommended the show to has been like yes i i was totally against it i didn't think it was going to be good i i doubted you but once i once it got going i couldn't stop and now it's one of my favorite things ever now here's the deal and i'm gonna there's a big asterisk next to this recommendation asterisk a big asterisk next to this uh recommendation and that is you need to remember especially if you're a younger listener of ours that this is before the modern golden age of tv this is one of the pioneers along with the x-files and twin peaks that 
set the tone for what TV would become. So this is still, at least at the beginning, very episic. As the show goes on, it becomes more and more. Uh, yeah, mid season two, guys, we're saying mid season two. Uh, I mean, really, but there's still going to be a lot of filler. There are 22 episodes in every season, mm-hmm. not like now where you make 10 episodes every two years or whatever. This was 22 episodes every single season. And that's a hard, you know, it's hard to, to get that much amazing content out. So. There are bad episodes of this show. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend like they're not. You're gonna watch some episodes and you're gonna be like, that was a stinker. But overall, especially once you get past the first three seasons, in my opinion, uh it, the show really hits its stride. It starts being very story-based. Uh it's story-based right from the beginning, more so than any show that was at the time, but it becomes more and more involved in the ongoing story and the characters, and it builds a, a, a huge world. Um I honestly think it's the best written show ever personally i'm not saying that you have to agree with me or that you will think it's that for me this just is i started watching this show uh my senior year of high school i think so not when it was airing i actually started watching it the when the last season was airing i started watching the first season so i never watched an episode live and this was at the time when there wasn't streaming. I had to buy these on DVD, and these DVDs were so expensive. It was like $80 a season. We had it hard, guys. We had it hard. It's just a different time. It's just crazy to think about that. Like, I would have to wait for each season to come out on DVD, and then I'd have to spend a f- small fortune, you know, on my freaking my, my money that I made at the Hollywood video, uh, which was not big bucks, by the way, even though I was a supervisor. No big deal. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I talk about this show so much. I feel like I I probably shouldn't spend too much longer on it, but I just love it. And if you give it some time to grow, especially if you're able to get, like I said, to around the fourth season, when the production values also pick up considerably, I will say if you watch the first episode and are thinking like, I don't think I can do this because the first season is really, really bad. Just watch episode one. Episode 5, I think, which is called Angel, and episode 12, which is called Prophecy Girl. Those are the only three episodes that you really absolutely have to watch in the first season, and then you can start in the second season. There there will be things that they'll reference that you won't... You'll be like, when did that happen? It doesn't matter. You'll get all of the most important parts of the first season, and then you can just kind of start in the second season, which is where it starts getting better. The first season's really bad. It's hard to make it through 12 episodes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just, just forewarning you. Don't fault you, it for that. Just forewarning you. And then, like I said, Angel, also really good. And especially season five of Angel, which takes place the the year after the last episode of Buffy, uh, is so, so good. It has, in my opinion, with no absolutely no spoilers, uh, has the best last episode of a TV show ever. Yeah, agreed. It's so, so good. All right, Morgan? Um, Guys, let me tell you, uh, one of... two channels that i probably watched the most was the travel channel i have probably talked about ghost adventures on here before great programming but i'm not going to talk about it right now i have talked about the person i'm about to talk about um previously um i am going to recommend i submit for the midnight society (laughs) Uh, Anthony Bourdain, colon, no reservations. Dang, I was hoping you were going to do Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, <laughs> I don't know why it would be on the Travel Channel. Well, I don't know why you would introduce it as, uh, for, submitted for your approval. So, so. I, if you are, have ever listened to a great podcast, I'm going to quickly recommend. Uh, what was like that? Like, a podcast? It's a podcast. Uh, 
Chris Brayton has a show called I Like to Like Things. And I was on an, an episode where I talked about one of my other favorite travel hosts, Rick Steves. Um, I really, 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 I think I know reservation started in 2005 when I had just graduated high school and I was kind of feeling a little lost, like most people do. Um, and Anthony Bourdain was this weird figure for me on television because I don't think I'd ever encountered somebody like him. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't, he's like, oh, instead of like an anti hero, he's almost like an anti host. Um, this person who could go to, could, for under the, uh, the guise of just being like going to these different locations, like in a normal travel host fashion, like a la Rick Steves. But this guy was able to like dig deep and not, it wasn't about, the place or the people so much, but what those things meant and represented. Um, and then of course he's a chef, so it was about the food too, but he had this, um, Bukowski kind of view on just the human experience and how it's shared. Uh, where was, I just lost my thought train of thought. Anyway, it was just one of those things that was really, really profound for me. And I was like immediately hooked. And then of course, I think in the mid 2010s he went to cnn with parts unknown which is also an equally fantastic show but you need to have i think live television or some sort of um cable package to to access that because it's cnn um but if you're not familiar with anthony bourdain but you like those kinds of shows i high or you don't like those kinds of shows because you think it's cheesy and you feel like i need something more real or more gritty highly 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 recommend you can actually i think it's on hulu and i have it in my notes hold please uh michael bamp yeah, um, I, this is something that I was 0% uh, familiar with before I met Morgan. Uh, I'm not really that into these kinds of shows that often, um, but I definitely, he's such an engaging pre- presence that it, it really does. And it's totally different than anything else uh, because of, uh, you know, his character. Uh, very, like, dry and very, like, he, not not mean-spirited, but sort of like a doesn't-give-a-shit kind of like, which is totally different from any other host on that kind of kind of show that i've ever seen where he just seems like he's just cool he's just a cool dude like he exudes coolness yeah but it's also and he just seems on on the surface as somebody who's completely inaccessible but you see him interact with you know there's a great episode in laos where he like goes into these villages where he finds out that um landmines that we left during vietnam are still there and still active so people still are losing limbs in their lives today and he can go into he can go into new york and be the tough gritty um i'm well read let's talk uh like the beatnik era kind of oeuvre and then go into these tiny laotian huts and be able to connect with a man a father of three who's lost his leg and lost his livelihood because of this energy uh, this this injury and it's he just it's just he's um it's just really, really, really fascinating to watch. And it's easy to, it's also just a great show to just kind of sit and binge through because you feel like you're traveling, even though you're stuck in your fucking home. So highly recommend Anthony Bourdain, um, for just to give some context on why I'm getting emotional. In case you don't know who this person is, he uh, tragically took his life a few years ago, um, while he was actually out shooting one of his television shows. So anyway, but you know, enjoy the work that he did leave us, which exactly. is, which is awesome. Uh, and I didn't mean to make it sound like he doesn't have heart too. I no, was no, just saying, but that's, that's the, no, yeah. exactly. He does have, he's a cool, cool, tough, like he's a cool dude, mm-hmm. but that's, what's really he's unique about layers. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's able to be that person and yet an accessible person as well. Michael. 
follow right. that bitch. Try and follow that. I cried. Can you cry in this one? I just cried right now. Bar is raised. Audience is expecting you're going to go out on a bank. Ugh. Let's go. Um, Michael, what you going to give us? I got so much more stuff. I'm trying to think Ooh, of what. Fireworks are going off. I think I'm going to go with. Pop, pop. Yeah, another. I think I don't think you've watched any of this. Oh, you watch Buffy. Yeah, um, this is another show that Morgan's never seen and refuses to watch for some reason. That's what this um, episode's going to be called. This is a show. It's on Hulu. Uh, it's an FX show. It's called You're the Worst. Uh, I've seen an episode. You've seen the first episode because I made you watch Thank it. Thank you. Um, the, it is so 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 good it's a comedy it's a dramedy again like glow except like with this one heavy emphasis on the drama because although it's a very funny show it is extremely heavy so if uh, you're somebody that struggles with depression and don't like to have that uh, confrontation with that this show might be maybe too much for you to handle it gets very very real and very very dark Hence the reason why I don't want yeah. to immerse myself in that world. But different people uh, experiencing things different ways. Yeah, that's fair. For a lot of people, it's cathartic to see that, you know, people also are experiencing Thriving these same, same things. Um, but if you're like me and you just enjoy a really well-written show that is genuinely emotional and powerful and makes me... It doesn't make me cry because nothing makes me cry, but it does make me genuinely emotional. Um, I can't pick a show that will make me cry like Morgan did. Um, um I cry at everything, though. Also true. I cry at the Cats of Instagram account. Although I will say that uh, I also watch The Voice, also available on Hulu, and that almost every single episode makes me tear up. So uh, I don't know why, but it's... It, it's the costumes. It's the manipulation. It's, it's the execution of those costumes. It's not the mass Singer. I'm talking about The Voice. It's all, isn't it the same? They don't the have... <laughs> Costumes. Is it the same? Anyway, the show- I literally you said the voice and I heard masks st- masked mm-hmm. stinger stinker. Uh, also good. Also on Hulu. Um, if you enjoy uh, competition shows, they're very fun. Uh, but I don't want to. I don't really want to plug reality. Not reality shows, but competition shows because they're really cheesy and. You know what? You know what? You do you though. You do I, you. I watch it and I like it. There I'm just you go. Saying. You know, there. Who, who knows? Somebody, somebody out there right now is suppressing their truth, and they just heard that you like that thing, and they now feel they, validated. Now they feel okay about it. So let yeah. them stand in their truth too. Yeah, and I, I, I freely admit it. I, I do love the voice. Okay, I am actually recommending you're the worst though. Um, it has a fantastic cast of people that you probably have never heard of. Or seen before or know anything about. Um, I cannot even remember the name of the lead guy. But he is really funny and really good. And the whole show... I mean, the really, the whole cast is amazing. The I haven't seen it in a while, so I'm struggling to remember any of the people's names on it. But uh, There's red-headed lady. There's blonde-haired British guy. Mm-hmm. Those are the leads. Okay. Uh, that's Aya Cash is, is the red-headed lady. Uh, and then her friend and his friend oh this is really good that's why i wasn't gonna do it but then you started naming people anyway uh the show just revolves around a, a group of you know ow sorry the bus <laughs> the bus bumped into it's me the same joke you did in the last episode is it yes oh wow i need to get better i'm getting rusty it is the exact same joke and then i said oh i thought it was you stabbing or i was stabbing you in the back and you're like 
doesn't matter. It might have been that. No, before I, last, but I but. was saying, yeah, but let's clear. No, see, I was saying that but the it was bus del- ran over me, but I'm saying that the bus is creeping up behind me and just tapped me. That's <laughs> so there's a subtle difference. It's, it's not exactly the same. I get that it's maybe going over your head a little bit. Like you're not sophisticated enough to handle mm, my comedy. Mm, um, mm. People say I'm like Lenny Bruce. You are like Lenny Bruce. And that and your that, jokes are dead. <laughs> That's pretty solid. (laughs) Also terrible. Guys, guys, can we talk about Lenny Bruce for a second? We're not going to. Michael, are you done with that recommendation? No, hang on. I didn't even say what it's about. I'm ready to go to mine, though. All right. It's just, it's about people in their, like, late 20s, and specifically, like, the two main characters are in a very unhealthy relationship and are on again, off again, and how it affects their lives and just, you know, how the struggle with life, man. Is is real, and but it's also really funny too. So funny and sad. You're the worst. Uh, check You're it out the worst on Hulu. Get what I just did. You're the worst, Morgan. You got one more. Okay, guys, guys, guys. Okay, guys. I'm gonna qualify this one too. I have two comedies that maybe in this culture don't work as well. Oh, cool. So I'm gonna. <laughs> Qualified this one by saying that this next show is, is super racist. Just the worst. Um, you're the worst. It is created and le- and starring a deeply fa- flawed woman, but I love her nonetheless. Uh, sh- she assembled an incredible cast of people, led not just by herself, by but why by America's treasure america's gem when you think america you should always think of tracy morgan i'm talking 30 rock guys i have seen how many how many times i've seen this show we're gonna play this game i'm more than i can possibly imagine i mean hundreds it is my go-to i need to zone out i just need something on in the background show also it's my show that i need to dive into not even zoning out i need to just kind of escape i will put down the phone and actually like engage in it. Um, I don't know why I was actually trying to think why this show speaks to me and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just the, the j- humor. It is must it, be the humor. Like it's obnoxious. Like, it's a humor. dead. I mean, you know, it's, it's probably a lot like me with friends where it's like, it was part of your, uh, my formative years, your formative, like, honing in on your what what you made what you thought was funny kind of thing which which actually makes sense because i think tina fey was the head writer during those years when i was watching snl and mm-hmm. really really like when maya rudolph and anna gasteyer were like that's who i want to be yeah. that's the person i'm going to be in your science class in 10th grade and nobody has time for it because i, I should not be doing that because it's obnoxious and i'm not doing it well but i wanted to be those people mm-hmm. so um 30 rock guys it's about a head writer trying to have it all working on a an snl type show and it has a beautiful ensemble cast that is really funny <laughs> I was building it up to something dramatic, but then I didn't land the plane very well. It was a bumpy ending, but if you haven't watched it, give it, give it, it's, it is really, there's no, I don't think there's a show with more jokes per minute. I think they have a joke that lands like every 30 seconds or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because of that, it, a lot of them are like obnoxious and fast paced and I could see somebody not really. But, it, that, but you know it's like the uh airplane rule the movie airplane like if you're not laughing at a joke right now just wait a second and there'll be another one right behind it so yeah 
something will sneak up and and make you chuckle. Mm-hmm. Um, great ensemble cast. Did I say that already? You did. You said it, and you also led up to it really with a really long preamble. Tracy Morgan, did I say that already? Yeah, you led with him. Okay. Uh, I This is a show that I watched once before uh, I met Morgan, and now I've seen it probably five million times, just from all the times that it's been on. And even I, I genuinely really, really liked this show the first time I watched it, but I... I don't watch a lot of shows over and over and over again. I don't think any of the shows except for Buffy I've seen even more than once that I recommended. And Friends. Uh, I didn't recommend Friends. It's not on Netflix. Oh, wow. Okay. I've seen I've seen Friends a lot and a lot of times. But that's the only, that's my version of 30 Rock for you. But you have a lot of them. You have, like, The Office and all the, lots of other stuff. But now that I've seen it a lot of times, like, I really, really do appreciate how, how layered it is, how... how how good the writing is. I mean, and the characters, it's really, it's a really, really funny show. Even something as simple as a fart joke, I feel like is well-crafted. It's not, nothing is, everything is very well calculated and it's not just, there's no lazy writing. Yeah. They had, they had a great writer's room. Like Donald Glover came out of that Mm -hmm. writer's room. Um, end of list. (laughs) Well, some of the writers are on the show, but yeah, Tina Fey, um, she's a perfectionist and, um, 30 rock guys. Watch it. It also starts off pretty strong for a comedy show. It doesn't, doesn't take that long to find its feet. Mm-hmm. You get it pretty quick. Yeah. Well, um, well, that was fun. That was our, that was some, some shows to help you get through, through this isolated times. Um, a lot of mine weren't that much fun. So hopefully Morgan's will be the fun ones for you. Yeah. We got to balance. I recommend if you know if i was in charge of your life and i will be soon but if i was in charge of your life i would recommend ping-ponging between your list and my list what i did was i didn't realize i was doing this so this is not necessarily me patting me on the back because i didn't really think that I, I didn't think this through but almost everything i recommended was half hour shows except for buffy uh they're half hour dramedies so they kind of like fall in the middle somewhere they're not necessarily okay so everybody heard that Michael gets brownie points. We're I'm all just gonna saying, give him high fives. You know, go on Twitter. I'm just at saying him, they're, they're give balanced him those shows. High five emojis. Maybe a they're couple sh- of gold stars. There's shows that you can get invested in. There's stories, but they're also light enough that you know they're not an hour long drama that's going to really bog you down. You could also send those one of those gifts where it's Lin Manuel. I think there's like compilations of Lin Manuel um, Miranda doing the great job from my Bim Bam. Mm-hmm. Um, so just send that to Michael that'd as be, well. That would be great because it's not ironic so i don't know why that would be bad i would definitely appreciate a great job from lin manuel, mm? lin manuel miranda which is a reference to my brother my brother and me my favorite podcast if you're if you're uh stuck inside and you want to listen to a podcast listen to my brother my brother <laughs> yeah, turn and me. this garbage off go listen, there, to my bro- go listen to the brother's mouth there are like, so many better podcasts out there why oh my god guys why are you where listening to this could we even begin Let's just, you know, some indie podcasts, like My Favorite Murder. We're not going to do a podcast. <laughs> uh, recommendations. Can I just quickly throw in a bonus? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do a uh, I'm going to say the other five that I put on here, so go ahead. Okay, um just you're going to have to do it in like gunshot. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I yeah, I am. I'm just okay, going like to say them. a machine gun just out there in the range. Like I'm going to say them except for one I'm going to You're gonna hitting explain. a great white rhino or whatever is extinct. Okay. Morgan, you got so, 10 seconds each show. Go. Uh, I only have, I'm just going to quickly. You already wasted it. Next one. Okay. Uh, on Amazon Prime, if you have Amazon Prime. Oh, you're breaking the rules. Okay, go ahead. I am breaking the rules. Uh, if you have it, one of my favorite, I'm stuck at home sick 
shows. Ten seconds. Next show. Unsolved mystery is on is on there. I think I'll, I think most of the seasons are on Amazon Prime. Robert Stack. If fantastic. you've seen this woman, guys, please call the it FBI. It is incredible. What a great slice of American history. She it's was amazing. abducted by aliens. The recrees are not good, but they find a way to make this shit so compelling and amazing and scary as scary as a child you hear those open that opening uh credit sequence you're you are under the covers you're making sure like you're checking the doors making sure they're all locked because you are home alone because mom and dad gotta work you got the phone near you just in case you need to call 911 because you know that that alien and or uh murderer and or ghost sometimes they did ghost stories for some reason um they were gonna be in that room with you like you didn't put the same disdain on the alien part (laughs) Aliens are real, Michael. Okay. Ghosts are not. <laughs> Have we talked about this? <laughs> okay, last one is not a TV show. <laughs> oh, boy. Really, really cheating on this one. But if you were stuck indoors and you have Amazon Prime, something that we've been doing that a lot of. That was not the agreement for this episode. Uh, wow. Sucks to be you. Egg is on your face. Uh, there's a little... Um, <laughs> it's every show little. It's <laughs> a little um, uh, thing called Rift Tracks um just toss on a a terrible movie and oh what's that you've got three men telling jokes over the movie and you are laughing your ass off good times guys also if you don't have prime like most of the episodes are on tubi uh t-u-b-i and then they also have a twitch stream that just 24 7 plays episodes of rift tracks so there's no excuse guys there's there's free content out there it's so funny it's so funny michael yeah fast Fast. Okay. I ate up a lot of your time. Shows okay, that Michael, I go. shows that I didn't recommend, but I was Wait, were, Michael. were on my list. Yes. How are you oh doing? You're doing a really good job this episode. Thank you. Okay, now uh, go. first one, straight comedy on Netflix. It's called I'm Sorry. Um, it's a very very funny show. Wait, is that the one with Andrea Billy- Savage? Oh. No, the one with Billy Eichner and what's her name? Julie Kavanaugh is uh, difficult people. That's the one. Also funny, but we haven't watched the whole show, so I'm not going to recommend yeah. it. Uh, but it is good and it is has been canceled. <laughs> uh next stay tuned looking for a funny show that is about uh, uh relationships and family uh let's watch i'm sorry uh also community starring donald glover that morgan just talked about community it's a hilarious show with a great cast written by dan Harmon, who's super funny and really good at uh pop culture references next show the last man on earth starring will forte oh yes guys uh, during this time especially so good so good uh, is a really, really good show about the post-apocalypse, but it's a comedy, has an amazing uh, cast. Will like, Forte is really unsung, and we should be singing his praises. Very, very good show. Also, one of the few comedies I've ever seen that has an ongoing storyline that is, that is like, like a really propulsive, interesting yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. It's not just like an excuse. Every episode for a comedy. Th- yeah, I don't know any other comedy that ends on a cliffhanger every single episode. Yeah, and uh, spoiler alert, except for not really, uh, the, it ends on a cliffhanger, which will never be resolved. Yeah, that's it. So the can- it got canceled. Lame. Um, another Netflix original, Love, starring Paul Rust and Gillian Jacobs, also of Community. Uh, and Claudio Darty and Claudio Darty, who's freaking hilarious, <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, but I don't know what you would know her from except for this show. Just that show. Uh, really, 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 really funny show. Uh, definitely skews more towards drama. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it has it has a lot of dramatic stuff in it, but I mean, it just is like kind of. Uh, I mean, you could fault it for being just about like privileged white people. <laughs> yeah, in in LA specifically, in, in living in LA, but it's really well written, really funny. Uh, also, the Haunting of Hill House, Netflix original. Oh my god, guys, guys! It's if only... you've not watched this, I'm sorry, I'm peeking right now. I'm really angry. If you've not watched this, 
it's only one season long and it's only that's that's the entirety of the show uh i think they're going to do another season but it will I be think a, so. but it'll be a different story yeah. um very 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 well ri- written and directed uh it's mike flanagan who did uh yeah, he doctor just did sleep. dr sleep uh uh, Oculus. Re- really good. If you're looking for something scary, spooky, well acted, also depressing, Haunting of Hill House. Also, he's hidden, guys. Look it out. Like, watch it normal, then watch it again because he hides little ghosties in the background. So you're always feeling uncomfortable because there are eyeballs staring at you and you don't realize that there are eyeballs staring at and you. And you'd be like, Dah! yeah. Uh, and finally, uh, once again, just like difficult watching. I just, for some reason, I like stuff that is hard to watch. And that's the show Unbelievable. Another Netflix original. I watched this entire show in one sitting. It was that, it was that engaging. I don't even know what this is. That's with Tony Collette. Um, it is just content warning. The, it is about, oh, it's about, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched, woman, you watched this without me. It's about a woman who was raped and was, uh, the, the processing of her was done all wrong. And basically they told her that she was at, she was wrong. She didn't have, she did it. She was the, not the victim and the detectives trying to work backwards and figure it out. It's two separate stories that, that don't intersect. It's the story of, of, of the victim and the story of the, uh, the people that are trying to, f- to f- solve the crimes. Um, so, so, so incredibly good, but also like seriously, like be prepared for a show that's going to be like test your endurance as far as uh, content goes because it is really 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 rough guys but if you're somebody like me who can kind of not let that affect me <laughs> in too deep a robot in too deep of a level i mean it affects me in a good way but uh yeah it doesn't like i don't take it with me everywhere i go for the rest of my life kind of thing uh but incredibly well acted so, so 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 good like i've been seen and i'm getting pointed I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying like that's something to think about before going into show that's that dark. Um, but like I said, I genuinely I watched the entire show in one day, like one sitting, start to finish. It was so good. Uh, that's it. That's enough for me anyway. Is there anything else you want to say? Anything else out there? There's still so many. There's like this is so a cool, much guys. This is a cool episode because normally all we do on this show is shit. Not all we do, but a lot of the show is about us shitting on uh, TV shows that aren't so good. Uh, and this was just about praise. So, uh, you know, one last thing before we go, Morgan, and I didn't prep you so we could also pause, but what's a show that we have done on this show that was not a good reception that's cheating, uh, that you would recommend watching? Um, I didn't. Okay. Can I have two? Sure. (laughs) If you are stuck in with people, like maybe you've got a couple roommates or you got some friends over and you just, you're like, we got a stock bar. We're just going to just hunker down. Fucking watch Cop Rock, guys. Guys, I cannot. I haven't watched more than that one episode, but I can tell you it's I think there's what? Six episodes that were made. Oh, no. There's or was a, there a whole, a whole season? season. Okay. Um, it is because there are moments that are genuine and moving, but there's also plenty of moments that you and your friends can just talk over and kind of do your own riff tracks to. Numero dos, I really want to go back and watch the rest of that second season of um, She-Wolf. What is it called? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, I think you will you will laugh your ass off and enjoy it in in the way that it was not in a, an ironic way it's really self-aware and in, in in a way that's enjoyable so michael you your that, turn that is and a, go 
a good one. And you have this prepped and, and I, you're saying I I came up with the question and I definitely knew the answer that he I was knows going to he's say. going to say Ferris Bueller's day off. Absolutely. He knows he's not. going to say the trouble with Larry. Nope. He knows he's um, going to say I mean, what, First of all, I will say the very lo- the very previous episode that we did was Nightman and holy shit was that Oh yeah, guys. A so bad it's good miracle. Oh man, guys, um, do that. No, that, you know what? Take back mine. Nightman. It's so recent, but I do, I do really, 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 really like that one. So is She Wolf of London. That was only a couple episodes ago. Um, some st- I, I really did start watching Magnum PI after we did the Magnum PI episode. <sighs> Tom Selleck is like that one was pretty. That was a pretty fun show. I haven't watched. Is it weird that I want to be Tom Selleck? Like, no, I, I would like you to be Tom Selleck. I'll try my best. I'll try uh, harder, guys. I'll, I'll do. I'll I mean, do right he's really you. my David Duchovny. When you come down and think about it, like. Oh, God doesn't matter guy girl whatever like tom Selleck. he's he's sex he's pure sex uh i also really i thought vip was really fun when we watched vip oh yeah pam you guys stop shitting on pam anderson for real unless she just unless she recently said something really bad i mean she defends what's his face and i think she might okay i can't say this because i don't know if she is really an anti-vaxxer but i feel like she gets on the conspiracy train a little bit but as far as her acting, what she contributes on contributes on screen, it's it's entertaining and fun. She's fun. Yeah. So those are some those are some shows that we had a good time with for that that are maybe not good but are fun. Uh, so I think that's good for this week, guys. What more do you want from us? This was not a small reception per se, as this is as long or longer than a regular episode. But uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Hopefully you found some cool recommendations that you want to check out. Uh, and you know, stay safe out there guys eat 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 my shorts do not oh jesus god of all times eat my shorts of all guys. times to be eating somebody else's no but it's because it's like an antidote it's like the flu shot you'll get a little bit of it and then in my shorts and then it combats the virus I don't like anything about this this is disgusting and it's fiber too what kind of what kind of shorts are you wearing well, I think it's obvious, Michael. You can tell, you can describe to the listeners what kind of shorts I'm wearing. Yeah, did the you ones, see what I just did? I volleyed it back to you. They're those That's ones, your problem. They're white, but they have red hearts on them. Oh, so I'm wearing boxers. Yeah. What do you think shorts means? Like Daisy Dukes. No. When when Bart Simpson, when Bartholomew Simpson says "eat my shorts," he means to eat his underpants. Is that what he's talking about? Yes. Oh God. Can I say I was about to recommend Futurama because that was my like that's my own. Yes. What's his name? Matt, Matt Groening. Um, that was my first foray into Matt Groening's universe. But I don't. I just don't know enough about these people. I just clearly this is this is. We're not enough. talking about creators or or people's personal lives when we recommend things. I know, it, but their senses of humor I should know better, and I just did not know that. Don't have a cow, man. Uh, Futurama is funny though, and I think it's on Hulu or. <laughs> it's on Hulu because I've been watching it basically every night this past week. All right, that's gonna do it. Thanks for oh, listening that's to. Gonna do it. Bad reception. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bad Reception Pod. Get Tweet at there. us. Tweet at us if you have a show you'd like us to watch, or just want to say Send hi. Send Michael some gifs or gifts or Either gifts. Way. Gifts would be great. Um, you can send uh, all gifts to P.O. Box 6969 uh, America USA <laughs> Main Street, uh, Please do not send anything to that address. 
it's not real or do let's see what happens you uh, might end up on a list not my problem yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to do more stuff for the show i'm trying to get like maybe do like a voicemail call-in thing or something get more interaction with you guys if you guys listen all the way to the end of the show just let us know tell us and just drop by just drop by anytime just show up at our apartment and we'll you know what? if you come to our apartment we'll record a podcast with you we will uh but then we will call 911 I mean, yeah, we'll just be doing it <laughs> until the cops come and arrest mm. you. Which is great. I mean, could you think of anything more entertaining than listening to somebody get arrested? I think not. But it, if it was yourself? What you do? What anyway, you do? Links to our recommendations and more are available in the episode notes and at Bad Reception Pod. No, yes. Yes, I was correct. At oh, BadReceptionPod.com. We are proud members of... PodFix. The PodFix Network. You can follow them on Twitter at PodFix and go to PodFixNetwork.com for a full lineup of shows. Dot also, com. Uh, all right, we will have a bonus episode on the PodFix Network feed. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely tweet out a, a link and put it in Instagram and all that. Um, but we're going to be watching a very special movie about a computer and a lady... Who's who gets caught in, in the internet <laughs> in a web or some sort of other thing that catches things um also if you're listening to this on the day that it's released just guys maybe stay indoors don't go out to the bars stay at home i just oh, saw yeah, that st patrick's day uh, dropkick murphy's is going to be doing a live stream of a concert for people for free on various streaming services so just do that just maybe you know social distancing yeah. enjoy it i mean you can get wasted at your house yeah fucking i mean do not and, stop getting wasted and, well that's not an option yeah just do uh, it yeah you you you're not no drinking and driving it's perfect yeah it's perfect party at home uh, all right, uh, I've been Mike. I'm Morgan. And that's the end of the podcast. Back in. This was a podcast of the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.